another episode. And since it's October, we got to get into scary movies. It's Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this episode, we're talking about a movie. Well, two movies. One that Luke and I both really like and one that we don't like very much. And uh, But they're about the same exact thing. The same thing. They're the same. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's a remake episode. Yeah, so there's... Which I don't think we ever, we've ever done. So, yeah, we're talking about Carrie, and, yeah, we haven't done this yet, but there was another Carrie I found out that was made in 2002, but it was mm, a TV did movie. Did King make it? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't look too much into it. I just saw that it was a TV movie hmm. made in 2002, but, yeah, the 1976 one and two, uh, 2013 were the main, two main Hollywood Carrie movies, but... Uh, yeah, before we get into that, we've uh, we've seen some some movies since we last podcasted. Yeah, as usual, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. <laughs> so, Luke, what have uh, what have you seen lately? It's a recap time. Yeah. Uh, so, theater wise, um, twenty nineteen releases. Most notably, uh, I saw Ad Astra uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks back. And I I don't think he, you haven't seen this yet, no, right? No, I've heard or great things. Have you? Yeah, I highly recommend you see Ad Astra. Uh, best movie I've seen in 2019. Really? Uh, yeah, just an incredible film uh, all the way through. And best, like, it's probably like my favorite Brad Pitt performance wow. I've seen ever. Uh, yeah, like better than Tyler Durden. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it's like just such a down to earth, uh, like psychological study of human beings, but with like the biggest space budget ever. But it's not and so down to earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so big and looks so awesome all the way through, and it kind of its subject matter and narrative kind of justifies having the budget. You know, mm-hmm. it, like they kind of work hand hand in hand with having kind of a down-to-earth narrative with such a big like space epic at the same time yeah in that sense i've never seen uh anything quite like it i'm not as into space movies that are more high concept uh like i'm not i'm not a huge interstellar fan for instance Mm -hmm. um but i think something like ad astro where it's really truly was a character study um with a lot of great acting and depth in the performances. Uh, I thought it was just truly unique because of that. And um, just something more up my alley. Cause I'm more, I more appreciate like character and um, like psychological studies um, more about like rather, th- you know, rather like a micro view of humanity rather than the macro, which, mm-hmm. which in, in a space movie, I think it's like, really uh a ballsy choice to do something like that when your budget is so huge to really try to exploit to to really uh, explore the depths of a of a character and i think ad astra just does it really beautifully while also using its uh its tremendous space uh space atmosphere as a tool (laughs) for uh character study uh so yeah highly recommend ad astra i think uh you'd like it a lot uh definitely see it in theater because mm-hmm. you know space and all space. that <laughs> it's always better to see in the theater yeah exactly yeah. yeah when i saw the trailer for that it, i was like interested but i also thought it looked like it might be another interstellar which i do like christopher nolan but interstellar is something i actually <laughs> hated pretty yeah, much yeah yeah i just I, I just didn't care for it at all no I guess. but no. uh yeah, I mean Brad Pitt in this and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this year. I think oh Big, yeah, he's uh, having a great year. And yeah. I think it, um it's like Ad Astra has the same DP as Interstellar. So in mm-hmm. a way I think it might these can be mixed up in a way or just look mm-hmm. like the same thing in a way. Um but to me they're uh very different films. I have the utmost respect for one and the other I kind of get a headache when I think about. Uh, So yeah, one of my favorite space movies that I've seen in a long time, like, wow, love it. It's at the top of my 
2019 list now. We'll see how long it stays there because there's a lot more coming out in the next couple so months. Much. But yeah, but I, I feel like I have seen a lot of good ones coming, you know, so far. And when I saw this, I was like, all right, I can't even lie. This is the best movie I have seen this year for sure. I'm putting it, Dang. you know, I am putting it above the beach bum. As much as I love the <laughs> as much as I love the stoner comedy, the beach bum, this is a far better film. Uh, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I didn't think anything was gonna beat the beach bum for you this year, but uh, <laughs> that's what yeah. I wanted. To, I wanted to like be headstrong and be like, I love the beach bum more than anything. Nothing will ever beat it. But <laughs> I think it's gonna get beat by a lot of things coming up because a lot more uh, maybe serious movies probably, uh, but. It's all right. I'm letting go of my my beach bum adoration. You're a strong man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood loves to just stack all the best movies of the year in the last few months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That yeah. Um, I'd say other than that, there's uh, that's probably the most noteworthy thing. I have been watching a lot of movies lately, uh, trying to get more into horror. But I thought mm-hmm. that that's the most important thing for me to bring up for sure. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, I guess uh, yeah. along those lines, another I've I just recently saw a another 2019 movie, um, The Art of Self Defense. Ooh, yes, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, that one. Yeah, her. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I actually uh, I really liked it. I wasn't sure going into it. The trailers seemed um, seemed about right, and I heard it was a you know more of a dark comedy um but yeah i actually really liked it it uh took some it it seems on the surface like a a basic movie of this scrawny guy gets beat up and then wants to take self-defense classes so that you know that doesn't happen again right but it's much more deep than that and it takes some turns that i guess i didn't really expect um but it made me like it a lot more um so yeah i would i would recommend it It became one of my favorite movies of the year so far i've heard it kind of starts out a little satirical but then gets darker as it goes on uh, yes yeah like there's a you could like further into the film it takes a tone that wasn't in the trailer like a dark a oh, much totally. darker tone yeah yeah from the trailer it just seems basic yeah okay you get it this guy is just really weak and tiny and he he's jesse eisenberg (laughs) yeah Yeah. he wants to get tougher and take these self-defense classes and whatnot um but yeah then it takes some turns which i was really uh i didn't expect but i was really in for and um yeah it's a slow burn but it's definitely i think it's funny and uh it's worth it in the end um yeah I, i would say i would recommend it it's different than uh than most comedies it's probably not for everyone some people probably won't like it because it's a little bit slow and Mm. some things are a little off the wall but uh i liked it for that um yeah that's art of self-defense uh and then also since it's october i've been trying to get into more i guess unique horror movies unique as in not like um the typical ones, but uh, I've started to watch some Dario Argento movies. Um, nice. Which finally I've seen some. And uh, so, yeah, this month already I've seen uh, Suspiria, Inferno, Deep Red, and, op- and, oh, <clears throat> and Opera. <laughs> Four. Four Argentos. And, yeah. Oh, so you. And I still have a couple more that I want to finish by the end of Damn. the month. So. Wow. I'm the Argento train. Yeah, the Ar- Argento train, and uh, yeah, I've only seen so Suspiria. far. They've been great, really. Yeah, been meaning to rewatch that one, and also you know see more. I just haven't gotten to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, they're all um, on there. There's a good amount on oh, there. Yeah, shit. I think I saw right. Inferno, Deep Red, and Opera all on. All there. right, I'll have to do it this um, uh, October. I'm looking mm-hmm. for more new horror movies to watch. Oh yeah. The Criterion Definitely. Channel has that uh, Jack Tournier, uh, yes, like the Leopard Man and uh, Walk with a Zombie, which just looks um, 
awesome. I'm so happy they did it. Like I've heard nothing yes. but good things about all those. I heard they're all masterpieces and I think they're all like an hour and you know, a little yeah. over an hour, like not much. So yeah, I'm gonna I, I think I wanna do like a lot of those because I heard Jack yeah. Tournier is just brilliant. Like one of yeah. the best. Uh and I know we watched uh we watched Nightfall, right? We Nightfall, talked about Nightfall yes. and Nightfall was pretty awesome. So yeah, build that Jack Tournier list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they seem like nice, like concise fun um old classic horror movies some of those i I didn't know they did this but criterion on youtube will release like little teasers of new collections that they're adding to the criterion channel and that was one of them and just watching their previews for like the leopard man Mm -hmm. and cat people and um stuff like that like yeah it got me excited to check out those older classic um, yeah classic ones too. i can't keep up with that criterion channel man i just can't I know. yeah it's, it's so tough <laughs> i really feel swamped with all the streaming <laughs> too much to watch the streaming movies yeah that's why I, I have to like make myself a list of like october watches what i want to watch now that it's like halloween time mm-hmm. gotta watch the, all the horror movies so only watch those limit myself to that um yeah, because otherwise I just cycle through so many things I have to watch, and then never watch as much as I want to because I can't I can't decide. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, there's all the ones yeah. the horror films you want to rewatch every year. Like, yeah, that Halloween's too. a big like uh, it's a big tradition holiday where you got to watch Halloween on Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah. Halloween, Psycho. And plus I, but I do have all the... Yeah, Psycho is for sure. For mm-hmm. sure one, you know? I have to yeah. have a night where I watch Psycho alone and freak <laughs> out <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> every yeah. time. like, And then not take a shower. Can't yeah. believe... Yeah, I can't believe... Just <laughs> remind myself how scary Psycho is each time. <laughs> yeah, I actually started like a Coppola, a Francis Ford Coppola uh, horror movie that was made in like 1963 called Dementia 13. Oh my god, and, I've never heard um, of that. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, it's something I didn't finish it. I had to go, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's like really short and it almost feels like a Coppola student film or something like like much hmm. smaller than the rest of his movies, but very much feels. Uh, psycho inspired um nice in ways so mm-hmm. yeah i think you'd like it just for that i think there's a whole genre of horror movies just like in the 60s that where everyone's trying to copy psycho yeah uh, for sure yeah nice that'd be interesting to check out eventually cool yeah yeah and we'll definitely we're gonna be doing a couple horror episodes of the podcast here this month too in honor of Halloween. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to go down more of a horror, horror genre road trip, I guess. Yeah. Whoa. Um, <laughs> will, will we return? Who knows? Who knows? Nobody Ooh. knows. <laughs> All right. Well, Luke, <laughs> we do you get... have anything uh, else to add or should we just jump into the carries? Yeah, I guess we should get into the carries. All right, cool. Carrie, uh, Carrie A and Carrie uh, B. Carrie B, Carrie B minus, yeah. Carrie B minus. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, let's just get into it now. We saw, we both rewatched the original Carrie, the Brian De Palma film from the 70s. And then we also, for the first time, watched Carrie from 2013, starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes super and, uh, modern carry like with everyone from today who's huge now is in it all the hottest teen stars from 2013 are yeah yeah the teeny bopper carry <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the best well, way to describe it should we should we start off with with the good carry before we get into the bad right carry? because it, you can't really describe the bad carry without describing the awesome carry first you know yes. otherwise the bad carry makes no sense. You know, you're like, why, yeah. why do you hate on it so much? You know, it's, it's okay. 
it's fine. Yeah, exactly. You know? And if you saw the the twenty thirteen carry first, you probably wouldn't want to go back and watch the seventies carry. But uh but there's so many reasons why you should just watch the seventies one and never watch the the twenty thirteen yes. one. Yes, we we love everyone know I think we probably talked about Carrie on this podcast good amount. Yeah. We like we like the seventies carry here. And we talked about we, De Palma. We like Brian too. De Palma a lot, and this is one of his best films for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is probably my my second favorite De Palma film after Blowout. Um another one we talked about. Um starring Sissy Spacek. Yes. Um, who is amazing in this movie. Um, but yeah, Luke, uh, I mean, I guess what are your, what are your general opinions on Carrie? I, I it's probably one of your, it's gotta be one of your favorite horror movies. As oh yeah. Mine. Yeah. It's one of, it's mm-hmm. probably my, it's in my top 20 movies ever for sure. Wow. Uh, awesome. and yeah, so naturally when I was watching this movie, uh, last Saturday night alone, I, I was, in, <laughs> I was just enthralled by all of it as I, as you know, just, you know, nerding out over every scene as I naturally do when I really like a movie, you know, just <laughs> like looking at each scene and be like, Hmm, this is what he did here. Yes. That, that works. Yes. That works a lot. <laughs> I like what he did here. Just like each, uh, each scene in this movie is like a piece of art to me, almost like I just masterfully constructed um, in mm-hmm. just tone and character uh, to kind of just create the horrific, like, you know, to lead to the horrific uh, conclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I love, I love the score. I love, I love the kind of corny tone from all the characters that probably uh, once we get to, the new carry probably explain explains for the changes that were made. Um, yeah. And I just think, yeah, it's just a great character dynamic throughout. Um, and just, yeah, just so, so scary and so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What I love about Carrie too, is it's not like a straightforward horror movie too. Yeah. It, It all builds up in this haunting way. Exactly. And Spacek is so good in that. Like she's perfect in this role too. Um, yeah, she almost seems like uh, it's almost like they casted the rest of the people to be much older than her, mm-hmm. so that she stands out as the younger, feel fearful one in the high school uh, dynamic. Yeah, because she just seems mm-hmm. so much younger than everyone, just like a child, um, very innocent yeah. child. Innocent, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the best high school movies for sure. I was thinking about this the other day, um, you know, just about movies that cover high school and you know do the dynamic of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like the, there's like this Back to the Future, super bad. Um, I recently watched Peggy Sue Got Married. That's good at that at this as well. Um, yeah, Carrie really does the whole wanting to be accepted in high school theme mm-hmm. um, as well as anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the other high school kids feel more real, too. Like, there, I feel like there's a lot of um, a lot of movies like this, including the the newer Carrie, where the high school students feel like way over the top. Like they're just like these evil, crazy like cartoon villains or something. Yeah. And in this Carrie, they really they just seem like shitty high school students right. that exist in high school. Um, and I and there is like I think like an evil side to them. I would say, oh, it, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in when their plot to sabotage Carrie at prom unfolds. But I think that since De Palma's tone is so. Uh, just so focused throughout. Um, I just think it like, I think this works, you know, just so much better than the newer one in that aspect. Uh, mm. And plus the high school, uh, the high school kids are just way better <laughs> at like yeah. in it, you know, like um, very much more committed to, to the uh, single direction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, young John Travolta. Yeah, so good. He's great in He's it too. He's so yeah. good in it. Yeah. And then Nancy Allen, who's in uh, quite a few Brian De Palma movies too. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who plays uh, who plays Sue uh, and her boyfriend, but um, they're also great in it. Yeah, Sue's, just uh, Sue's going with uh, Billy Nolan to prom. Billy Nolan. <laughs> Billy <yeah>. Nolan. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it yeah, it's a great uh great high school movie, that's for sure. And it yeah, it's so it's paced so well that it's at times it feels like it's a, a slow burn cuz it's all leading up to, you know, prom night, but nothing feels like it drags on. Nah, nothing's all. like wasted. Just Everything's built. used. Yeah. Uh Yeah, like I said, like each scene is like feels like a piece of art like the opening Shot, just from the opening shot when the yeah. pan through the the locker room you're just like frolicking you're just the like this is so good <laughs> you know yeah. like oh my god <laughs> i love yeah, this movie and they make make high school showers seem like amazing yeah, yeah like just <laughs> little things like that just turn this uh turn this movie into almost like a series of short films you know with where mm-hmm. each scene has so much uh dedicated to it um like yeah. like travolta's entrance like that that is a single scene um mm-hmm. you know where where he's like jamming to the music and then he drives <laughs> side by side with all the other people it almost feels like american graffiti and yeah, you got the old uh-huh. 70s music playing and then he gets in a fight with uh is it sue amy irving sue snell or is he yes. dating? Yeah, where? Oh no, 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 no! He's dating um, uh, Nancy Allen. God, uh, yeah, yeah, Nancy Allen. Nancy character. Allen. Yeah, and then they start yeah. they start hitting each other, and you're just like, this yeah. is such a bad relationship. It's just like everything in this movie, you, I'm you're just um, invested in, you know, and just is as important as uh, the dynamic between Carrie and her mom. Yes, and that the dynamic between her and her mom is so great too. Yes, yes, like. You can see where it, how the ending works between her and her mom. Yes, as they uh, when they uh, die and fall into the closet yeah. down beneath the earth, and yeah, her the, that is so it's such a perfect ending. Yeah, too, and her mom two. being knifed by everything kind of mirrors the cross that's already in the uh, the timeout room, <laughs> to put it lightly. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. And through their relationship, and then obviously like uh, her relationship with her like classmates, you can totally empathize with Carrie, but then also see how she's like capable of such like terrible, crazy things, mm-hmm. and then how everything just just leads up to that. And then, um, yeah, just in the end, yeah, it's it's the same with her classmates as it is with her mom. Yeah, just, like. Uh, all kind of contributing to the eventual blow up she's kind of just a predetermined demon who's just being controlled by everyone around her you know yeah yeah and uh yeah i mean i guess that that leads me to think of uh things about the the new version of carrie that i really didn't like yeah if that um, makes you think of something now let, yeah, br- yeah please <laughs> before so you maybe forget we can get into, it. into that too but uh uh yeah i guess uh the the first thing that caught me was that i really didn't like chloe grace moretz in this role and maybe it's unfair to compare her to sissy spacek but um with i guess with with sissy spacek like like i said i could feel that she was like capable you empathize with her but she was also capable of horrible things yeah she plays Uh, like the disturbed uh yeah, the disturbed person hiding yeah. something. She's hiding a lot underneath. And yeah, and uh, Chloe Grace Moretz felt more like uh, I don't know, just like a normal, normal high school girl. Yeah, getting bullied. Who then all of a sudden happened to have these telekinetic powers? Right, and like we said with the age thing, Chloe Grace Moretz is very much looks the same age. Um, mm-hmm. as everyone in the new Carrie. Uh, I think her and Ansel Elgort are um, around the same age uh, in real life. Yeah. And while Chloe Grace Barretts is shy, I think it's just having that uh, physical difference in age just makes the old one 
so much more effective in seeing the yeah. differences and just illustrating how uh, sheltered Carrie is. Yeah, and that's where I ultimately I I feel like the uh, the new one was just made as a dumbed down version of the original exactly for, you know high schoolers yeah with very the, much with so two huge high school i guess age stars and mm-hmm. chloe and ansel elgort yeah, yeah it's 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 almost like the not the new director um the new director kimberly uh, kimberly pierce, price or pierce yeah uh, pierce. did had really no you know, either didn't understand the original or just had no appreciation for the original because it kind of takes things that made the original so great, um, such as the kind of nonstop, spooky, comedic tone, almost, that I'd say the old one has, Mm -hmm. almost acting like that you know that's a corny old movie thing what we're gonna do is we're gonna translate this to a modern tone and it'll appeal to more people nowadays um and also i hate it when high schoolers are older than they look in movies so let's make them all look like high schoolers um and just talking like regular people do, and that will make this movie, you know, that that's our take on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, that's what we're going to do with this adaptation. Yeah, and they, in the original, they actually have, like, r- good actors playing these side high yeah, school characters. Yeah, which like, is why, like, the, you know, the, seducti- the seductive plan to get Carrie to prom yeah. works. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think it is clear that they're that they're also assholes, you know, too, that, you know, something's going to happen. Like, but I don't, you know, that they're sabotaging Carrie at prom. I think yeah, it's obvious, right. but I don't think that's the point. I think I just think it's interesting enough that um, you see them, you see that they're. uh you see that they're conniving right to her face, but at the same time, you kind of see why she's falling for it. You know, mm-hmm. it's the seductive part of the film uh, where, yeah. where that's what makes, I think the prom scene at the end. So great is just how, is just how like, you know, happy you see her at first, even though you know, what's, <laughs> what's coming. And it's what makes mm-hmm. what's coming so hard. Um yeah. Yeah, there's and just that, like an atmospheric sense that the new one lacks um lacks. Yes. Um, yeah. It cuz yeah. it feels like a 2013 let's get a bunch of high school kids to come to the theater yeah. and watch this dumb horror movie. That's exactly what it feels like. Yep. When you watch it when the original is actually a well-crafted movie and story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just they just it didn't seem like they really cared about that. They just wanted to take a well-known, I guess, yeah. project and and turn it into that. Like, let's just take all that's unique about the original and throw that out the window. Yeah, make yeah. it more. Yeah, like all these other movies that are coming out now that will get high schoolers to their parents will drop them off or yeah, yeah, and, and it's not very um, uh, scary either. No, no, it's not, not uh, yeah. even like bad scary. Yeah, and you know what? Something that I that I really hated—that's like a small detail—is how in the new one Carrie uses her hands so much. Yes, as if she's like a Jedi yes. using the Force. There, or um, it's more shot like action scenes. Yeah, rather. and it's almost like I almost wondered if they did that so that people, so that teenagers going to see this could tell that she was doing this mm-hmm. and it wasn't like something it's not confusing happening. like the first one you couldn't really tell that she was moving everything because she wasn't moving her hands yeah because she was just staring <laughs> around she's like i feel like yeah. they still conveyed that really well that she that carrie is controlling all of this without moving her hands yeah around. she's more like yeah <laughs> and it's more creepy uh 
Yeah. It's way more creepy. The movements are much quick. They're much quicker. Um, and I like her mom reacts to it better. Uh, like, you know, she's like really disturbed when she just sees a, the door close or something like that, or the windows close. She's like, Oh, Carrie, you're the, you're the devil, Carrie, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, when, yeah, like the moderate Chloe Grace Moretz is more like trying to do her best, uh, Jean Grey impression. And she's like <laughs> moving things in her room all at the same time, and yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, it's just strange, and yeah, it makes her more look like a like a wizard or something. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, then like just, that she's put, it was weird. It's a more, it's more, it's almost as as if she's in more control, which is not as scary mm-hmm. as the fact that uh, you know this that her telekinesis is almost like taken over and controlled by some evil uncontrollable force. yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's what made carrie so terrifying is that it's like this power she has that she doesn't always mean to to use as you know as powerful as it can be and then you know all of a sudden something happens that just causes her to just go ballistic right and, i i think yeah. at the end too in the new carrie when she destroys the house mm-hmm. she it's she almost like intentionally does it yeah, for like, sure. Which you could argue, definitely in the old one, she does it herself. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's it's not... In the new one, it's almost like she is, like... She's more actively and directly doing it. Like, she's, like, continuing to press the button, like, destroy this house now. Like, yes, you know, but yeah. the old one, it's more... It's, again, like we said, it's her telekinesis doing it for her, and she's almost accepting that this is her fate at the end, is, you know, like that... This is what's meant to happen. Her, her mom have had a fucked up life. We're going to be buried under this house. Yeah, in the in the the creepy room. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So the the ending, I really, I I didn't like the the new one so much because I thought that the um, original just had the perfect ending. I don't know why you need to really, if you're going to remake Carrie, why you need to stray away from that too much. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they even... do the same ending. It's just in a different way. Yeah, I guess. Well, did in they, a way, in they, the... it's the same film, just a scene for scene, just a, <laughs> they the just mess up is... every scene. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're literally just copying a, a great movie that's already been made. I don't know if you've then... seen the Psycho remake yet. No, I haven't. That'd be I, a funny one for you to watch because you're would such be. a, a Hitchcock head. That yeah. <laughs> I've uh, been putting that out. Like, but, it's yeah. not as, dis- I will say this, it's not as uh, dis- disgraceful as this. Really? Okay. Because it's made by Gus Van Zandt, at least, and it's like, Gus Van Zandt is almost like experimenting to just, let's make the exact same movie shot for shot, you know, and he uses the Hitchcock tone and everything. Mm-hmm. There's a little, some things he does different to make it more Van Zant, but other than that, it's just him trying to do the same thing. This is just taking, just kind of ruining the original yeah. Carrie completely. Dumbing it down is really what I feel. Dumbing it down like. is a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have to, I have to check out the, the 1998, I think, Psycho. Yeah, um, Vince Vaughn. It's also right? got um, it's also got Julianne Moore. <laughs> yeah, and it's Vince Vaughn. Oh, is wow. Norman Norman Bates. Yeah, that's uh, that's good to know about that one because this one, it it just really, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I feel bad if if people did go see this in the theaters in 2013 without having seen the original, because yes. then I I feel like no one would would want to see the original after seeing that, but. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy how it can be a remake, but be so much worse, um, just by missing so many different marks. Um, yeah, but in the so in the newer one, does it end where Sue like has that nightmare of Carrie's hand coming up from the? It they do it they so they do it differently. Um, yeah, and I can't it, remember that. Part. She does go to the grave. She mm-hmm. brings the rose up to the grave, but instead, her vision is not of the hand. It is of her having her baby, and she's like in numerous pain. Oh, so yes. in a way, they're bookending it with um, 
people having babies because it's yeah. uh, it's uh, unsettling to watch women <laughs> be in numer- a lot of pain having babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but in the beginning, Julianne Moore is having Carrie I- yeah. at home. Which and, doesn't happen in the original. No, she shows her having Carrie, so it's almost like a uh, a little backstory. But yeah. and it shows that she's having Carrie with nobody there. Yeah, which <laughs> she's that was a, a weird scene. She's it's a very weird scene. Like as religious as this person mm-hmm. is, like she's having a baby alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know she's just there yelling. Yeah, in so Why? much pain, and all of a sudden she feels down. She's like there's my baby yeah which if you have that if you throw that backstory into there then i feel like we need a backstory for the backstory i don't know exactly it's just a weird a very weird opening uh because in the the palma one it just starts out in high school yeah yeah, which is a more important so this movie's almost saying that the to you know instead of showing uh Instead of showing Carrie's period first with all the high and being bullied by by all the high school women, will show her mother and the origin story with her and her mother and how crazy religious yeah. her her mother's so religious that she will have the baby at home, be in denial, <laughs> and you know won't receive any pain meds for the baby. She'll just take it all and scream on her bed and roll around while she's having a baby. Yeah. It's just legit what she's doing. Unneeded, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then that's why they bookend it back to the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with what's her name again? The high school... The, the high school Sue, Sue Snell having her baby. And then, but then at the end, her... Uh, the, the end scare is Carrie's bloody hand kind of reaches yes. out. That's and it, okay. then that's her vision. And then he shows um, a pregnant Sue in her bed with her mom comforting her. So in a way, they're like, it's more scary if her baby is ruined now or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. It's more about having demonized babies. Um, which in this movie is a little uh, just kind of uh, rather than scary, it's more uh I'd say uh, surprising and jarring since mm-hmm. um, the film doesn't have that uh, kind of uh, demonic tone throughout or demonic uh, foreshadowing, which the old Carrie does have. Mm-hmm. Um, because, especially because the mom kind of talks about it, yeah. <laughs> talks about it all <laughs> yeah. the time and kind of proclaims it and um even though the you you know you have that like the mom's crazy thing going on with the old movie you're also kind of like she like some of the things she has to say hold weight um mm-hmm. that what she believes in this movie is almost kind of real you know that Carrie is possessed by something you know yeah yeah which which all leads to that's why I, I think, well, obviously Julianne Moore is great. And I don't think it's her fault necessarily, but just the kind of the tone the movie had. But that's where you can, I felt like in the original, it's much easier to see how it would lead the mother to do what she did when Carrie mm-hmm. com, you know, comes home from prom. And yeah, that she has like kind of a prophetic view of her daughter that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, Julianne and just, Moore, I think in this movie, like she like talks to Carrie like a regular person sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, she definitely has her crazy moments, but she like it shows her drop Carrie off at school and yeah. be like, I'm going to pick you up from school like a regular, <laughs> you know, like a, a normal she, mom, like a yeah. regular person. She says it, but then she'll like come home and be like, pray for forgiveness Carrie. you yeah. don't, don't go to prom and, and she's breaking down the wall and the closet yeah yeah it just goes back to like having a consistent tone mm-hmm. throughout uh, when like the original Carrie, there is a lot of her mom kind of you know the house is dark and she's always towering over carrie um and she's insane all the time 
Yes. You yeah. know, she's not insane some of the time. You know, she's not a regular mom, like, part of the time. She's always nuts. And then really up until the ending, she's the scariest part of – she's a scary, she's a scarier character than Carrie is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's definitely the first really scary thing. And I think her character introduction is better, even though the new Carrie has all the effort – by having Julianne Moore have a baby yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on her bed. I like the opening of De Palma's Carrie for uh, Carrie's mom is she just she's just trying to sell, you know, she's going door to door selling, trying to raise money as a mm-hmm. church person what would, but yet the neighbors kind of scared of her. Yeah. And she's also like even though she gets donated money to shoo her off, she like still kind of creeps her out at the end by being like, I'm going to pray for you. Um, yeah. And yeah. it is, I guess it doesn't try to just oversell you on how crazy um, no. she's supposed to be. It, it lets you figure that out as you're watching. Right. Yeah. It, it, Which, it trusts that you have a, uh, a brain. Can, yeah. Yeah. Have a brain. You can infer <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it was definitely the new one is definitely made for for high schoolers when the original yeah. is made to be to go a to good the movie. to go mm-hmm. to the movies on the weekends with your high school friends and mm-hmm. see Ansel Elgort. Yes, Ansel yeah. Elgort. Um, yeah, could, I mean, should we talk about the the original prom scene? Yeah. I I feel like we haven't talked about that one um that much yet. Because I think that's like one of the best scenes like of all time. Yeah, I think that that one's in, really great too. Because then you really start to, uh, like feel good about uh, about Carrie. Like this, wow, this guy's really nice. That took her out to prom, and then the uh, the gym teacher or coach. Yeah, that's there. She's talking about her prom. Like that's a great moment. Between yeah, she them. has like that that corny story about I like I don't even remember the story, but you just know that she has like a corny prom story. Yeah, it's like she went to she went with the the captain of the basketball team, and he yeah. was super tall. And he was so tall, I couldn't even <laughs> dance with him. And they're just like laughing and yeah. And, and then, uh, who's the who plays the um, her date? Who plays him? Yeah, I don't. It's that curly blonde hair guy. The curly blonde hair guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, he is so good. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. I yeah. always forget. I always forget about him. And yeah, mm-hmm. and I I love how he comes back and he's like, hey, hey, are you? Don't be talking to my date now. And it's yeah. all going so well. And then he's finally he's like, you want to dance? And what? <laughs> it's all great up to there too. But then mm-hmm. once he says you want to dance, and they go dance. I'm just like, all right, here we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's this is the this is the moment of the movie. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I love I love it. I love the um, De Palma spin around them as they dance. You know, as he's teaching her how to dance, mm-hmm. and you, you you just become so disoriented as like in a way Carrie is becoming. Yeah, and that and and that relationship too between carrie and him you can actually see i don't know like sissy space like you can just like see her joy mm-hmm. that he brings and i just like with ansel elgort and the other girl i still felt like it was just him being forced to yeah, take her to prom it's and not, not, not out of the good yeah, out of the goodness it, of his heart or whatever yeah yeah like i you, you don't think he earns the true uh the true seductive method that this guy's doing. Not, not yeah. like the curly blonde haired guy, no. which I still oh, think we, sh- I think it's William cat. Is it William cat? Tommy yeah, we Ross. Got it. We just, Is it got Tommy Ross? Name. We got to stop calling him the blonde haired guy. Curly blonde haired guy. He's more than Tom- that. Luke. Is it Tommy Ross? <laughs> I think it's Tommy Ross. Yes. It's Tommy Ross. Tommy Ross. Yep. Tommy Ross. Yeah. Yep. William Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, he was great. Yeah. And uh it really yeah, I I didn't like any of the high schoolers in the newer one. <laughs> no, no. And any even in the old one, you're like you're like not supposed to like they're like, you know, bullying her the whole time, yeah. but yet you just like you remember all of them. Yeah. 
their you characters all, are still useful for the story. They're yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're like char. They're really charming characters, and they're just really good at setting Carrie off. Like they yes. do it. They do it so well. Mm-hmm. Like because they truly in that scene, they truly do give her the night of her life before they ultimately sp- spill pig blood all over her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it truly is like a dream a dreamland in that prom scene, which is why yes. I love it so much. Like, and it's shot like a dream. So yeah, much it too. is. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. yeah. And the mu- the music throughout has that De Palma dreamlike quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, another thing too. Maybe it's just because of the times, but there are so many like early 2010s, um, like indie pop music. Yeah. Which, which is off, which is, it just didn't sucks. fit. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, they show up to prom and this like, like yeah, this yeah. song starts playing. I was like, oh, this just takes me out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, then uh, I guess something I read, some trivia fact I read because I really hated the uh, the new version of John Travolta in this one. Uh, a trivia I read is that during that when they're going to get the pig blood, uh, <laughs> they they had a, I think he had a sledgehammer and the real actor actually licked the sledgehammer and he got sick from that because there was actual pig feces on the hammer that he licked so uh, part of me that's maybe dark to me method acting yeah what a method (laughs) actor yeah (laughs) yeah part of me was like ah yeah that makes me feel better about it um that he actually at least this guy at least someone got sick in the making of this picture because i feel sick right now yeah because they ruined my carry yeah they got what they they deserved with that um but uh, yeah, the, yeah, the prom scene is really the, um, you know, the scene in the movie, yeah. and yeah, Phenom- it just, just phenomenal scene, just yeah. all the way through. Um, and then finally, she finally she murders everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> after she becomes queen, and I, you know, you got like the build up towards that is so well done with um, the editing and and how. Um, and how her teacher first sees um, see, see, first sees um, Margaret uh, from school in who's not supposed to be at the prom. She sees that she's like, oh, she must be up to something, and she like pulls her out. But then mm-hmm. while she's doing that, the blood uh, falls out right on top of Carrie, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, and like we said before too, the way that Sissy Spacek is just standing there, wide eyed. You can tell she's controlling all of this, just destroying yeah. everyone, destroying right. everything. Yeah, the, and, then, and they use a fire hose and kind of do yes. a close-up on the fire hose. Yeah. And they do the De Palma double screen. Double screen, yeah, that was uh, so good. Which is just so awesome. And it just, I couldn't take it seriously when Chloe and the mod- Yeah, and the modern one is like around. watching Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not felt like scary. I was watching it's, a... It's a star wars movie where yeah it's not scary it's an action scene it's almost like look how cool it is that she has telekinesis here it's not like scary at all no when the gym scene in the original is truly terrifying yeah and there were some funny funny things that happened in the new one during that scene but i don't know yeah i just (laughs) i think the main thing that bothered me was just the hand motions for everything Mm -hmm. i just not and it, it's clear what all. she's picking up at all times, you know. Yes. She's always picking up multiple things, like you know, like she's Magneto. Yeah, and, and like telekinesis is with your mind. So why do you need to use your hands to direct things if it's all with your mind? Yeah, I, I don't know. And it's just it's supposed to be a horror movie, and it just wasn't very scary. Yeah, like very scary at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Oh well. <laughs> We'll always have the De Palma carry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's that's ultimately our conclusion is just refrain from watching the new one. Uh, and if you're going to watch one of them, only watch the old one. Yeah. If you want, it's fun. It's fun to compare the two. That's yeah. For sure. But uh, yeah, that's you have a masterpiece and you have someone recreating a masterpiece and somehow failing. So just ruining um, it. Yeah. Ru- ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> ruined it. You ruined it. They ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that I guess that concludes our carry. Yeah, our yeah. carry double feature. 
Yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have that much more to say uh, yeah. <laughs> other than how much I like the old one. Yes, but continuing in October, we'll have more. Uh, we'll have more horror movies uh, coming at you. We're gonna watch some more. Um, so stay tuned for that. Maybe the next two in our next episode will be um, two good ones, and that's uh, yeah. You know, we don't talk about uh, bad movies. I think on this podcast, really ever. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah, we, we yeah. have to bring those up too. Yeah, like ones that are uh, divisive. I think usually we're both mm-hmm. like that was good. I also yeah. thought it was good. Isn't everything good? Man? Everything is so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. When every that's, movie uh, is good. When that's <laughs> yeah. When that's really not the case at all. Yeah. So. So we have to highlight the the bad ones. Yeah. To acknowledge that they are bad and they should be. Watched. I hope this is not a wake up call for our listeners, but there are bad movies out there. <laughs> yes. So be wary of that. And yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Uh, but yeah, we'll be we'll be back with some more this month, and uh, yeah, you, you guys, we encourage you all to watch a lot of horror movies this month too. Um, yeah, so, definitely, definitely do. Um, everyone's seen the Joker right now. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We haven't even neither of us have seen the Joker yet. Everyone's that's the seen... talk of the town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's seen the Joker. I do want to see it. Uh, it definitely piques my interest. Yeah, with same. The controversy I, and everything. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely won't dislike it because I, of the reasons that it seems like some people dislike it of how it's disturbing. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very <laughs> a, at peace. I'm very uh, used to watching disturbing stuff. Yes. I just uh, I've most people from what I've heard and people who I usually who I usually agree with like see eye to eye with. I have a feeling I'm not going to like it, but I just want to like see it mm-hmm. to be in on, uh, you know, so I can have my opinion out, yeah, out right. there, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's always, I don't know. I always love a good controversial movie. Exactly. Exactly. Seeing people and, get worked up about some little tiny things. And no matter what I think, like it is like the best actor today playing, uh, one of the most popular movie characters, or uh, you know, of all time. So yeah, just oh, yeah. for that, He's, you know, a movie about the Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix is something that it's you, a good hook. Yeah, if and, it hadn't been made, you're like, oh my, yeah, let's. I definitely need to see that. Yeah, it's almost um, too tr- too good to be true that it was made, and yeah. then you're like, oh, but it, and it's also uh, directed by Todd <laughs> Phillips, and you're like, oh, oh, wait a uh, second. Yeah, well, and Todd Phillips says he's not doing any more comedies because people yeah, judge comedies uh, too much. The Me Too movement, <laughs> yeah, so ruined comedy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he can recover from the amazing Hangover trilogy. Oh yeah, um, if he can bounce back. Yeah, because uh, yeah, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to be offended by it. I can. I can probably assure that, but definitely excited to see the Joker. Yeah, so. yeah. Take a take the wife to Joker, John. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh, it's a great date I, night I, movie. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I could say like, hey, if we yeah. never got together, this is what I'd be like. You'd yeah. be like, honey, don't you realize how insane she is? Society <laughs> made this man. Society, man. <laughs> <laughs> Society ruined this man. Oh. You know, I think. Uh, uh, I think we, we did talk about the King of Comedy recently and um, mm. word on the street. And we've also talked about Taxi Driver. And um, this is yes. a very much inspired uh, Taxi Driver uh, King of Comedy uh, type film, I believe. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I've heard a lot of comparisons to Scorsese and Taxi Driver and, and King of Comedy, which I can definitely see based on the trailer and just knowing the the character of the Joker. I could see where they um where they get that yeah it's almost like a like a sequel to king of comedy or uh or taxi driver it's but, like a uh, comic yeah. book eyes version yeah right todd phillips version of it um yeah and scorsese was in the news for comments he made about comic yeah. book movies too so i, I don't think marvel <laughs> movies are <laughs> very good yeah <laughs> and everyone's shocked by that yeah 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 right like 
Wow, I can't believe Scorsese said that. James Gunn's yeah. like, I gotta say something, and then yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s like, oh, I gotta say something. Samuel Jackson's gotta say something, and yeah. I like, I like liked the link on Facebook so everyone knows. Like, I also don't think Marvel <laughs> movies are art. <laughs> Take that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like people, yeah, people act like he's saying, um, like I don't know teachers shouldn't get paid or education isn't important like something something that actually matters in uh in society but no he's just he's just giving his opinion which he he kind of has a point to and yeah um, there's nothing wrong with his shouldn't be very surprising at all yeah why are you surprised that martin scorsese (laughs) doesn't go to see every avengers movie no um yeah even i haven't seen every every marvel movie and i don't understand them but uh yeah i've, I've enjoyed a few of them that i've seen but yeah do i think yeah, that they're on the same we're level not a as very, taxi uh, driver no yeah no <laughs> we're not very uh we're not a really marvel kind of guys here no i don't i don't hate them i don't understand a lot of them though they're more confusing to me than i don't know uh, than a movie that would i guess confuse the general public in a way which doesn't make me sound smart i hope but uh yeah i just don't understand i don't understand all the characters and who they are what they do i saw i saw endgame and i don't know who half the people are <laughs> and, uh yeah yeah it's just too much to catch to, to keep up with yeah um but anyway yeah there's better movies to see out there there's a lot of good stuff out there and uh yeah and and scorsese he makes some good points so everybody can go see The Irishman when it comes out <laughs> on Broadway, I guess. Yeah, because it's not it come being out shown in theaters. They, I, I guess they're showing it on in Broadway because some movie theaters aren't going to show it. Um, I, that's a, that's another controversy thing just between Netflix and movie theaters and and all that. But I might uh, try to see The Irishman at like a film festival. Yeah, it's going to be shown in some theaters. I it's feel just like I will unique. be able to see it somewhere here. Mm-hmm. And that's another. It's a, it's a three and a half hour movie, but three and a half hours to see the return of Joe Pesci, yeah. along with uh, De Niro all those and guys. Yeah, it's Pacino. a um, that's a must see. Yes, uh, it's just like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, it's going to be three hours, but it's a very seasoned director. It's one of the most popular directors ever. Yep. Like you. You want to see it. <laughs> you, have, you have to see yeah. it. And I do the thing. So Steven Spielberg is someone who's who's talked shit about Netflix all this time. Um, about how, you know, it shouldn't be considered for awards or anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he signs this huge deal with Apple's streaming service. Yeah. Whereas Scorsese, he embraces sort of the change in yeah. culture while also saying, talking about the things that he doesn't like about it. But still right. embracing, you know, the the good parts about it of knowing that because... it's like it can't, it's not going anywhere. We're stuck in this. Yes, they, right? that he has to adapt. Um, otherwise, it's not going to yeah. work. And Scorsese's uh, like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's he's done enough too. He doesn't need to keep trying to get people to come to the to the theaters no. to see his movies. Yeah. But yeah, I'm um, ready for that one very much. So I'm I watched Goodfellas this month in preparation and mm. we'll probably also watch casino because in a way this is like a uh is like a trilogy uh it's like a trilogy mm-hmm. <laughs> like the the pecci de niro mobster yes. uh trilogy i mean yeah i can't get enough of joe pesci and de niro so um yeah from that alone joe pesci coming back you got me you hooked me so yeah the irishman a lot of good movies coming out um coming out soon so yeah we'll for sure talk about that it's about to get really relevant and so we can talk about all the yeah wind down the year i look forward to this time of year a lot yes Um, especially with letterboxd like everyone has their you know 2019 lists Mm -hmm. you know i know i have one i know you have one too yep i like looking at it i like comparing my list to other people's i gotta look at some more yeah yeah, I gotta, no, yeah, I gotta, I gotta look fun. at the ones that I, the 2019 movies that I haven't seen yet that are either on VOD or um, streaming somewhere. Because yeah, now we're getting to the time where movies that came out, smaller movies that came out earlier, are starting to, 
um, you know, be available to see. So, right. Yeah. If there's anything I missed in the theaters, I gotta check those out now. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's. Uh, we will continue. We'll wind this down. Yeah. <laughs> we will continue our ranting and raving this month.